0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to That's Life, where pitchers and catchers report today to spring training for my beloved Yankees, and that is good karma for all. I cannot hear a thing, Yoni. We're going to have to make this considerably louder. I don't hear an absolute. Oh, there we go. Hey, we're going to have to ask DK to just fix this connection. Anyway, good morning, everybody. Good morning, folks. Thanks for listening. I'm Miriam L. Wallach, blogger, writer, general manager here at the Nachum Segal Network. You can find me here right after Allison and right before Nachum's live lunch. We had a wonderful morning this morning at Maya Note. We thank everybody there for making the show a complete success. Baruch Hashem. You know, getting up at the crack of dawn to uh, head to Teaneck before there's any traffic. It actually makes Teaneck seem around the corner from the five towns and that there are no bridges I have to deal with or the Van Wick whatsoever. But thank God everything went well this morning. We thank everyone who came and showed support and was involved and everyone behind the scenes. So, kola kavod to all. Coming to you from the home of the Nalchem School Network on the beautiful Lower East Side, I'm joined by Yoni, who is behind the board, getting a little uh, continued engineering training around here. What's up, Yoni? It's been a long morning. Yeah, <laughs> it's always a long morning, isn't it? But you, uh, you look pretty rested for a guy who didn't really sleep. Yeah, you know, whatever. Used you do it. You're a gamer. Yeah, we had this long trip in the last week. So. Yeah. What did I tell you about going to Israel? Uh, not a lot of sleep. Right. Not a lot of sleep. And for the amount of Israel you'll be seeing, you could be in Guam. It really doesn't matter. I mean, you did have an opportunity. You got you got to see some friends, right? Some friends got to go to the Shuk, get some candy. Right. Get some, get some kabukim. One of my favorite. Why? Why? I don't know. There's just something about it. I don't get. I mean, that's find a. Find them here. That's true. And I think for a good reason. But they're not, <laughs> yeah, they're not my thing. If anybody's wondering what we're talking about, it's those candy coated peanuts, which for some reason or another are all the rage and I just I just don't get it. It's not you. All it's right. so not me. And by the way, it's not that I don't like nuts, peanuts and whatever, I'm all in. But those, I just, you know, it's like, why do that to a peanut? Peanuts are yum. Um, Anyway, uh, coming to you from the home of the Nachum Siegel Network, if you are a new listener to the show, thank you for taking a break from your day to tune in. If you are a returning listener, thanks as always for making us part of your day. Follow us on Twitter, NachumSiegelNet, all one word. Also, Miriam L. Wallach, all one word. I just want to let everyone know that the fortune cookie today is also brought to you by Yoni. He has had zero success so far in picking a good fortune cookie And yet, I let him do it again today. Let's give it a shot. Let's give it a shot. Hi, Rabina Shalai Yoni, I don't even know. I haven't even opened it yet, and I don't feel good. One second. One second. Here we go. The reward of a thing well done is to have done it. The reward of a thing well done is to have done it. All right, this one isn't bad. This one isn't bad. I'm going to expect some things in return, maybe. Well... You know what? The reward for picking a good fortune cookie is the fact that you picked it. (laughs) (laughs) That's just really as close as you get. Um, National holiday is here in the United States. It's Battery Day. I have no idea what that means, but that's a shout-out to ZK. I do make a ZK joke about a 9-volt battery every time we travel because um, I, I pack certain things just in case. And, of course, ZK, whose nickname is MacGyver, for those of you who grew up in the 80s, he, uh, he never goes anywhere without nine volts. So shout out to ZK. It's also Eat Ice Cream for Breakfast Day, which frankly should be every day. Great American uh, National Drink Wine Day. Shout out to Jay Bookspelman and our friends at Kedem. Why not? Uh, It's also Pluto Day because it's the day that the planet was discovered and it's National Hate Florida Day, which I'm not really feeling because that means you hate Mickey and I completely don't understand that whatsoever. I also just want to thank everyone who was a part of our programming last week. All of our shows as part of the Jewish Unity Initiative that took place in Israel last week were a courtesy and done in support, or I should say by the support of Pomegranate, Mr. Abe Banda, Pomegranate Supermarket on Coney Island Avenue in Flatbush. My, my heartfelt thanks, the, the support, the feedback that we have received from those shows has been absolutely overwhelming. And for those of you who still haven't watched the Fiddler on Dizengolf video, that I would, at this point I can say you went, it went viral. Is that not correct? I'd say so. Is that what the cool kids say? The cool kids do say viral. Thank you very much. Okay, so the cool kids are saying that that went viral because it did. It's a ridiculously cute video. It's two minutes of your time, and it just gives you a glimpse into how much fun we had last week in Tel Aviv. In addition, if you're the one person on the planet who hasn't watched the kosher halftime show yet, I'm not exactly sure what you're waiting for, you can still get it on our homepage, NahumSiegel.com. It is there for your convenience and for your fun because it really was a great show, and I know Nahum made mention of it um, the other day on JM and the AM, but you should just know that somebody told us. Were you there at, at Pinakama when somebody told us that they showed the kosher halftime show at their uh, at their own um, Super Bowl show, and they had 150 people in their house? I heard it, but I was also at a Super Bowl party where they did show it, also. Really? Mm-hmm. Awesome. And actually, my husband and one of my kids were at a Super Bowl party where they showed both. They had both options, depending on, you know, it was a very big crowd, and you got to pick what you wanted to watch. So, Koa kavod to everyone. I really, really appreciate it. And again, my thanks to Lipa, who was outstanding, outstanding that day. Annette Kaufman joins us on the phone. You're listening to That's Life. I should really just introduce her appropriately. Annette Kaufman from iShine which is a project of High Lifeline. It is known for after-school fun for kids and peace of mind for parents. And it's designed to help families who are coping with with a child illness or a serious tragedy or even a loss in the family to provide after-hours respite for other children in the family. So good morning, Annette.
1: Hi, how are you?
0: I am well, and I just want to thank you for making the time to join us this morning. I also want to let all of our listeners know that I have known Annette for many, many years, both personally and community-wise, and it is absolutely an honor to have her on the air with me this morning, especially because of her involvement in iShine. Annette, the name iShine, I mean, we know everything. It's iPad, it's it's iThis, it's iThat. So does the name iShine, in which the child who might be overshadowed by what's going on in the family and therefore needs to shine. Does the name iShine take new significance now because Apple is so hot and everything is so hot and i becomes before everything?
1: Um, it does, but maybe they copied me. You know?
0: <laughs> of course they did. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I shine is really, uh, I think that that was really from God how we managed to pick out that name because it is so perfect. Because what we have found is that not only is it the child's time to shine, but the volunteers end up gaining so much from the experience that they also really shine. So, I Shine is really—it was a, a perfect name for it, and it really typifies exactly what goes on at I Shine.
0: So, tell me how long ago I Shine started, because not everybody—even though it's very, very popular in the Five Towns—and it's absolutely at this point both a, a credit. I'm not, I'm not sure what that is. Um, as long as it's not in my head, that's fine. Um, <laughs> the, besides the fact that to us, iShine is at this point a staple in our community, the same way Achiezer provides continued support um, of various programs and provides various programs for us in the five towns, and and iShine is a program just as important as that. Can you tell the rest of our listeners who may not be from the New York area uh, the history of iShine?
1: Yeah, so... Um it started in 2007. Um, I was working with a child who had cancer. I'm an occupational therapist by trade. And the um, when I was working with this child, the sibling, the sister, would come home, and she would have a lot of homework to do. I had my own children at home, and it was the only time for the parent to go out and actually do her errands, uh, get some work in there uh, when I came. So... When this child, when the sister would come back after my session with the boy who had cancer, I would always end up helping her with her homework. And I said, if this is going on in this family, I bet there are a lot of families that this is going on in where the sibling, by no fault of anybody, is getting deprived of attention that they desperately need. So... I went around and I started to survey uh, families that I knew had a child who was sick and they all said to me, yes, this is a huge issue. And I said, if I started a program like this uh, for siblings or children of people who are ill or suffered loss, would what would you say is the most important factor? In, like, What should I make sure that I do? and they said to me almost unanimously that they thought that the most important thing was to have transportation mm. because what ends up happening when someone is sick in the family yes everyone rallies around the child who is sick or the parent who is sick and they're happy to help with the main you know activities that that the sick child needs like if they need a ride to the hospital um even even the non-sick children to a ride to school but it's the parents themselves do not want to ask their friends to take their kids to soccer or to take their kid to art, and so take their healthy child. So what ends up happening is that these kids who maybe really shined before, in and and they had an outlet, they had a talent that was being nurtured, it's the first thing to go. Hmm. So, wow. So she, this particular mother who was telling me about this was saying that. She thinks that if there was transportation to and from a program like this, aside from what we would be doing, which is helping the child with homework on a one-on-one, mentoring the child with their homework, having uh, sports activities, recreational activities, art activities, um, in addition to that, that they wouldn't have to bother anyone for that would be amazing. So at that point, I realized that obviously if this is going on, they don't have dinner going on in their house, probably. Wow. Or if they do, it's a, it's a big kircha or they have to ask somebody, you know, for for food, or or feel bad about that. So we decided to incorporate dinner as well. Um, when I, you know, I'm the idea person, but um, when I first went about trying to do it, I didn't know I didn't know how to organize anything. Uh, I'm the idea person, but. I looked around in my community. There was uh, Stacey Zrehan, whose son was in my son's class, and she was a U of P graduate. I knew she was extremely organized. I knew she was business-oriented, and it seemed to me like she was turning a corner in terms of wanting more um, to be able to give back through her talents. So I approached her, and she said, okay, I'll do this with you, and you were right on target in terms of, like, knowing that, I wanted to, um, you know, I wanted to step it up and to channel my energies in a positive way. But you have to do it my way. And I have a business plan, and we're going to be doing this. We're going to go through business meetings, and we're going to try to figure everything out every week. And by the end of uh, every week in the summer, and by the end of that summer, which was uh, 2007, I believe, um, yeah, it was 2007. So at the end of that summer, she, uh, Stacy, told me that um, there was a uh, high lifeline that she wanted me to go through a high lifeline. That um, Rabbi scholar was interested in in a meeting with us. Uh, when we got to the meeting, um, he, you know, he said, "What's your What's your idea?" And Stacy explained that we wanted to start an after-school program for children whose siblings are ill or whose parents are ill, and we. And he said, "Why should like high Lifeline be part of it and uh, I said, "You shouldn't be because you you have you run an amazing organization and you can sleep at night, but I don't feel that I really can sleep at night yet, and if you want to be part of something that's going to be amazing, then you should totally sign on and so they at first, I think they were a little bit reluctant, and I said, no, you don't understand. This is really happening. Uh, you know, we're two of the strongest personalities that you'll ever meet, and it's really going to happen. And um, and so Rabbi Scala was amazing, and from High Lifeline, he's the head of High Lifeline. Sure. And he said, you know what, this is a great thing, and you are reaching a demographic that we haven't, you know, even thought to reach, right. um, meaning the parents, because we they service the children, and they do service the families. Before we were created, they did service families, but not in such a direct mentoring way. Um, so, it, I, you know, I felt uh, I had the idea, but I didn't go forward with the idea until. Um, You know, I checked with my husband, and I said, I really want to do this. And he said, so why don't you? And since he's known me since we were children, uh, he knows that I respond best to reverse psychology. (laughs) So I said, I I can. I have four kids. I'm working. And so he said, okay, so then you don't want to do it. (laughs) I'm like, no, I do. And he said, no, you don't you would have done it. And I'm like, no, no, I really want to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to show you I'm going to do it. So he said, maybe take off a year and see, you know, and I'm willing to support you, whatever, and it'll be the thing. And if it gets done, then it means that you really wanted to do it. Wow. So that's when I became more determined. Um, And then the other thing that really, um, really just solidified that it had to be it had to be done and it had to be my mission was about um, a week after my friend uh, passed away from breast cancer in Israel. So the family is, uh, that was Mindy Greenberg, so the family is is very, very close. So I met Denise, um, Eliana Tannenbaum, and uh, I said to her, how are you doing? I know it's really so hard, your family's so close. And she said, it is, but today's not such a great day. And I said, I'm so sorry. And she said, yeah, I work at Nechron Menachem, which is also... um, it's an organization in Israel that works with um, children with cancer. Right. She said, and I just came back from a funeral. <laughs> and I was like, no, no. I said, you know, that's why it's so hard for me to work with children with cancer, because I I feel like I won't be able to separate, and it, I, I don't even know how you do it This was a, an 18-year-old girl, so you know, who I was speaking with. So she said, no, that is very difficult. It's really hard to... Um, you know, to go to a funeral of a child that you work with. But I went to the funeral of the sibling of the child that I work
0: with. Oh, brother.
1: Because the brother committed suicide. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, Hashem, sometimes He whispers in your ear, and sometimes I really do believe that God screams. And He was screaming, and He was screaming to me, why are you not doing this? And I just said to myself, there will not be another soul that is lost, another Jewish soul lost, because, you know, disease is bad enough. We have to be able to support these kids. It's it's not, it's not a joke. It's not a little thing. They really can get lost for life if they're neglected. And it's really nobody's fault. So if we can just be there to support them, I felt that it had to be done. And so I had a new, like, you know, that that was when I got the idea that nothing is going to stop me. Wow. And after that is when I met Rabbi Scholar and, and we went that way.
0: Wow. So, that um, is... An, that Rabbi
1: is Scholar an... said, one of the things that he said is you need a social worker. You need a, a paid social worker. And I said, I don't think we do. And he said, trust me, you need someone who, you need a social worker. You're dealing with kids, you know, who are in in, in tremendous chaos. So I said, okay. He said, I must provide you with a social worker. <laughs> if you must provide me with a social right. worker, okay. So, uh so Andy Lauber is a social worker for High Lifeline. He works with um, you know, full-time for High Lifeline and he took on uh, being the director of iShine as well. Wow. So So now you are
0: is, now you are a team of 3.
1: We are a team actually of yeah, we are a team of 3. Um when we began, there was um, a woman in the neighborhood who had breast cancer and also wanted to do something like this, so she joined. Um, and now we have Sherry Hammer, who is amazing, uh, who has you know uh, taken over ordering meals and helping with the activities. And so we are officially a three-person you know organization, but honestly, Sherry Hammer does as much as.
0: I do. And a shout out to Sherry Hammer, who made sure yeah, yeah. To, uh, to facilitate yeah. this uh, this interview. And I thank her for that. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Annette Kaufman from iShine joins us here on the program. iShine is a division or a project of High Lifeline. They provide uh, numerous after-school Um, opportunities for families who have a child who is suffering from a severe illness or a family who has suffered a severe loss in the family and are therefore catering to the needs of the other children in the family who, as Annette has explained, often get lost in the mix. iShine provides homework help and snacks, dinner, all in a fun, a supervised, relaxed environment and, as Annette mentioned before, provides transportation to and from the program. I know that the first program started at Hafter. Um, how was reception from by Hafter of this program and how has the program grown? I know that there are a number of others, I just don't know how many. So how did okay. it start and how, how far has it grown?
1: All right. Well, we started with eight kids um, in Hafter. Hafter was absolutely amazing and has continued to be. They opened up their doors. They said they want to be identified. This is an organization started by the people of the five towns, for the people of the five towns, and they are a community school. And so they said, our doors are open to you. They, they don't charge us rent. Uh, Joey Honick, who's in charge of all the sports in Hafter, makes sure that we have a gym available to us, either on a Monday or on a Wednesday or both. Um, for at least a little bit of time, Joy Hammer has been phenomenal. So supportive. She um, when there's um, there's the art exhibit that the kids do from Hafter, Joy it, Hammer is our personal curator. She walks around and she teaches the kids everything. Wow. When there's um, book fair, we go into their library and the librarian reads them or. Joy Hammer reads to them. Recently, we did a um, we did a, a, I believe Joy sponsored this herself uh, a 3D um, mezuzah project where the kids in Pastor made uh, made on a 3D copying machine.
0: Wow, on a 3D printer. 3D printer, right. Wow, that's incredible. That's incredible. But there have been other... The growth of iShine is not just the number of students who are now attending the program in Hafter. You have had a number of satellite iShines. If you're considering okay. the one at Hafter, so the hub, where right. have the other ones grown?
1: Okay. Well, first of all, I have to tell you that the kids are not just from Hafter. They're from all the schools, and it, it runs the gamut from the most religious to public school, mostly... We don't have public school kids because we're trying to help them with Limuda Kodesh. They don't really have Limudah Kodesh. Right. But we do have, we've had, again, we've had Brandeis, we've had Hafter, HALP, all of those schools. Now we have uh, 40 kids in our program. Wow. And um, there are nine shines around the world. And I have a very cool story to tell you, which is that this summer my son uh, Jake Kaufman was traveling through Europe and through Eastern Europe, so it wasn't so easy, like to get kosher, or whatever. He went to. He decided that he and Liam Eliach, his friend, were going to spend Shabbos in Vienna. And at the last minute, the rabbi. In Vienna, had canceled on him, and they were freaking out because they didn't know where they're going to stay. How are they going to get to Vienna and make sure that they have a kosher Shabbos and whatever? And so, from Haskacha Prati, um, they managed to find this couple, this young couple. Uh, the man was from Vienna. The woman was from Belgium, and they were amazing to them. They had cute little kids. They put them up. It was amazing. They're sitting Shabbos lunch, and the woman at the mother asks. Um, Asked Jake, uh, "You know, what do your parents do? Whatever." He explains what my husband Gary does, which is finance, which I could never explain. And uh, <laughs> then he then he says, "My mother was an occupational therapist, but now she started a program called Eye Shine." The woman almost dropped her plate. Uh. Her mouth like dropped open. She goes, "Your mother is one of the women who started iShine? Shine. So, uh, the original iShine... Shine." So Jake said, yeah. So she said, my mother in Belgium started iShine because of your mother who started iShine in New York.
0: Unbelievable.
1: She, she said they, she was working with High Lifeline, and they really saw this need, and they, they found out about our iShine, and they modeled their program according to us. Wow. And when I went back and I told Andy this story, he said to me something that was just so amazing. He said, yeah, that's the difference between din and cheshbon. And I said, I don't know what you're talking about. And he said, when you're alive, you're judged according to din, according to every action that you do, both positive and negative, you're judged on that on the day, you know, when you, after 120 years, when you go to Olam But the cheshbon part is the part when you say, may the person's neshama have an aliyah, how can they have an aliyah if they're you know, if they're no longer able to do good deeds. And that's the domino effect. The un You can't calculate unquantifiable effect of doing good. Wow. That if you do good in a, you know, in your own way, like we were only starting this iShine in, in our place to service our needs, then it's exponential results. And you're constantly able to... You know, be judged and go up in your mezo because every single time someone else who is affected by your kind deeds does something, or it improves their life or someone else's life, it's it's all accrued on your chesed. Wow! So I thought that was just mind-boggling and amazing.
0: That is mind-boggling and amazing and a crazy – I mean, I totally have the chills, and as you know, neither you nor I are usually short for words, but um, right now I I don't even know what to say. That is – that is an unbelievable way, an unbelievable message, um, which, unfortunately, with which to conclude this interview. You know, when I when I introduced you, I should have said, I know Annette for a long time, and we're not going to have enough time to speak during this interview. <laughs> that is for sure. I do want to make mention of the bake sale. The bake and buy is what's yeah. coming up next week. Explain to everyone very quickly, because so, we have about two minutes, where they can go and just how directly beneficial participating in this bake sale helps I shine.
1: Okay, so we have two fundraisers a year. Uh, we, we, no one gets paid at iShine. This is totally 100% volunteer. Um, I volunteer, Stacy volunteers, Sherry volunteers, Andy volunteers. It's all volunteer. So the only money that we need is to pay for programming for these kids, to get them birthday gifts, to get them food uh, two times a week, and our volunteers. Uh, so it goes directly to the programming and to the to the food for iShine. Uh, so what we have set up is this, uh, the Hanukkah Hagiga, which is one route to also raise funds. But this is our big one, which is uh, a bake sale, which is happening at uh, the Heshi and Bonnie Schertz's house, 88 Margaret Avenue in Lawrence, New York. It's happening uh, yesterday, Wednesday, uh, February 17th uh, from 4 to 9, but all day on Thursday. Uh, February eighteenth, from ten to seven. Right, so and all day what, today. What you and can do is you can you can buy the 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 baked goods if you feel like you're on a diet. You don't want to buy baked goods, then you <laughs> come by and there are amazing raffle prizes and packages and you can get challah for Shabbos and Miriam's challah is amazing. <laughs>
0: Uh, is that way? I mean, is that your way of saying I mean, that I have to hurry up, go home, bake, and drop it off? Thanks so no, much. That was subtle. No, that was subtle. Okay. No, there's always time. We can pre-order. <laughs> yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. So all day today, going on until seven o'clock, we'll make sure to post this. Um, uh, if you look right now on our app, which you are probably listening through, you can see that the that the image the flyer is up there you can check it out there 88 Margaret Avenue in Lawrence at the home of Bonnie and Heshi shirts this is your opportunity to help I shine and help make other kids shine Annette very quickly in one word or less are there perm cards this year Yes, there are. Beautiful. So is, yes. so closer to perm I'm going to have to invite you back on to hear part 2 of Annette and Ishine and to be able to discuss the perm cards because if you miss the opportunity to buy something you can certainly help somebody have a a Freilichen Purim through the purchases of Ishine gift cards. I Ishine perm cards, I should say. So Annette Kaufman, my thanks to you. I'm sorry to rush you thank off, you but I'm so totally much. out thank of you, time. I am totally really appreciated. Absolutely. Thank my you. pleasure and and kolakavots to you and your entire team
1: thank you so much
0: you're listening Just to my you too you've been listening to that's life here on the Nahum Siegel network i am out of time we're going to pull up the song in the background because yoni's giving me dirty looks and frankly that's not so nice but i don't blame him coming up in the background is track eight from ohad besoros tovos or besorot tovot off of the skula cd it is um it is my favorite song on this album, which most people don't appreciate, but i cer- there we go. I certainly do. Um, the rest of the lineup, don't miss the programming today. You don't want to miss a stitch of it, and I don't want to run out of time, so I'm going to remind everyone that Nachum is on tomorrow morning on Jam in the A.M., 6 to 9 in the morning, jamintheam.org, nachumsegel.com. and 91.9 FM. Malcolm Holmline, 7.40 tomorrow morning as well. Another wonderful episode of Table for Two follows J.M. and the A.M. of Rummy hosts Saturday Night Seagull Motzei Shabbat. Starting at 9 p.m., 10 p.m., renowned speaker Rabbi Y.Y. Jacobson hosts Eternal Flame. 11 p.m., David Lichtenstein hosts Headlines. And as always, Sunday morning, J.M. Sunday with Matis 7 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Again, I Leave you with Besoro Tobot because, frankly, it is such a good message. My thanks again to Ohad for his wonderful performance last week at Aisha Torah, and my thanks to Yoni behind the board. That's life, everybody. Bye, guys. No